Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Steve Bloom, and you are listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You're tuned in to Steve Megatron on Altered Geek Unlimited. Yeah, I mean, because I would have, I would have loved to have been able to do a Scatman Crothers. <laughs> that would have been, you know, Megatron, uh, you're going down. You know, but <laughs> into the ocean, best be daring. The last one in is a rusty herring. Hello, and welcome to Altered Geek. I'm your host, Steve Megatron Phillips, and joining me is Dave, Joe, and Mike. Yo, yo, yo. This is episode Heinz 157. Heinz 57. 157, since it's 157 for us. 157, it sounds, sounds better. Yeah. I made that joke on uh, Powers of Grayskull recently when we released episode 57, and Optimus Solo just shake, shook his head. <laughs> That's all he could do. He's like, he's like, no. And I actually, I might actually have, I might have you put this, I, I might actually go in the post for this episode and put it in there. I actually grabbed a picture of a Heinz 57 bottle of ketchup uh so i am not going to california in september october i am still here i postponed it to december long boring story but everything is still going smoothly as far as that goes on top of that it's i'm kind of glad i postponed it because now this morning as of this recording I woke up with a friggin' cold, and I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. How the hell can I get a damn cold? I don't interact with people. It's that time of year. You can't get a cold from the internet. Uh, well, but yeah. Well, your computer can get a cold from the internet. I can't get a cold from the internet. There's just no way. Not like South know. Park. AIDS for everyone. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, so you are getting into the field of animation. Yeah, um, as strange as that may be. <laughs> I wasn't intending on it, but, uh, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, all I can think of is that episode of Tiny Toon Adventures, uh, where they have to do their story. Oh, it's, it's kind of fitting since you have to, you, you've done a student film already, but they, they had to do an animated student film and the whole time Plucky's trying to learn. And yeah, I, I love that episode of Tiny Two Adventures. Oh, 
so what is going on? This is something new, folks. It's bright and sunny outside. We're recording this at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Friday. We haven't done a morning record together in God's five and a half years. Oh, it's not even bright and sunny. Okay, well, here it is. Here Maybe not, not there in Michigan. It's <laughs> the rain. <laughs> it's like Mother Nature's like, here, take a dump on everybody. Cold weather for everyone. I'm just so sad. I'm a sad, strange little Mother Nature this morning, apparently. Sad, <laughs> strange little man. Okay. So, since we've already talked about ketchup and 57 and Heinz and all that, I figure we ought to bring this up first. Now... As I've said before in the show, how normally I find my news articles, even though I do look for reputable website sources, I find them through Facebook Trending. So Facebook Trending puts up three main articles on the right-hand side of my Facebook thing, and you can look through other things as well. But one of the ones that showed up a few days ago was, Thousands signed petition calling In-N-Out Burger to introduce Veggie Burger. As soon as I saw this, I shared the link. My quote, my post says, we done need no steak and veggie burger. Grrr. Well, and- <laughs> I, it's like I'm, I'm of the opinion that it's not necessarily a bad thing of having a, uh, a, a burger to that extent. Um, I mean, you know, if you want a veggie burger, go to Red Robin. They have all kinds of burgers but, at Red Robin. But in, it, in it, Think well, that a in and should have a petition to have one created because people want to eat there. It's called find somewhere that supports your lifestyle and right. get there. Don't force right some other organization to cater to you because you feel like oh they should make a veggie burger because that's what I believe. Um, well, here's the thing. If, if, if no one knows, and I'm only finding out about this now since my fiance lives out in California, and I've got a couple other friends out in California as well. I've known about it for a while, but In-N-Out Burger, for those that don't know, they have a very simple menu. You can either get a double burger, a cheeseburger, a hamburger, fries, shakes, or soda. That's pretty much it. There's no there's no fancy nothing here. It's just very simple, I, I assume, because I've never had them, good old-fashioned kind of hamburger joint kind of thing. So when I posted this, several of my friends commented on it, and I'm actually going to read some of these comments. My buddy Mark said, um, Want a veggie burger? Go home and make one. in and out has been beef burgers. Fucktards. Uh, your brother, Kevin, order that burger above minus the meat and presto, you have a veggie burger. <laughs> and Basically, it's the bun and the cheese and the lettuce. Uh, Dan Reba, most people will know Dan Reba as, uh, I believe he was director slash producer on Batman Beyond and Justice League. How can you be a fan of the franchise if you're a vegan? And I replied to him, I have no clue. And he says, I didn't eat red meat for a while. I ate animal style grilled cheese and fries. Really good, but vegans don't eat cheese, so they can't eat the fr- so so they can eat the fries. And I, my last reply to him was. If they were anti-French, then they couldn't even eat the fries. (laughs) And then my buddy Mark, the final comment on this. uh, If humans were not meant to eat meat, we would all be... If humans 
were not meant to eat meat, we would all be cows. The CDC says most vegans die of malnutrition from lack of vitamins you get from eating meat. I know. Let's genetically engineer fetuses to be herbivores. Well, this, <laughs> this way, the amount of hormones that they pump into meat is ridiculous, right. which is why people are hitting puberty much earlier. See, and the problem is, is people attack what they don't know. And this goes with any subject. It's not just food. It's, you know, anything. Look at geekdom. Look at, you know, whatever. It's, it's the same story. So people that are vegetarian actually can live because I know quite a few people that do it live pretty full lives. The thing is, is you got to have a balance of different types of food. You don't necessarily have to eat meat to get that same nutrients. Yeah. Because meat, actually, actually, if it's not organic meat, it's not healthy for you anyway. None of it. Processed or or the crap you buy at the store that doesn't say organic on it. Because yeah. um, if you ever watch any of the documentaries where, um, and my wife and I have been doing this because my son has food allergies. Right. And we've discovered that Nolan does as well. Um, they can't drink cow's milk. Because something in the milk causes them to have problems breathing and they start coughing a lot. Like they have a cold, but it's not a cold. It's only when they have dairy. So we've had to eliminate dairy. I'm the only one in the house that can eat dairy. Oh, wow. Um, So, I mean, Mary can too, but it's not, it causes her to gain weight. So like she can't you know, she can't have it either. So, um, so like Ian, when he gets cheese, there's a vegan alternative to cheese where you use vegetables and like cashews and you blend them together. And it actually does taste pretty blasted close to cheese. Um, right. And then and I mean, drinks, they have to drink soy milk because they can't have dairy. And so like, I've had veggie burgers. They're fine if they're made right because Mary found a, a particular kind that I didn't even know it was a veggie burger until I was biting into it and I saw part of a carrot in it. And she <laughs> it scratch. Like, it was like a shaving of a carrot. And I put right. the orange in there and I'm like, it's a veggie burger? And she's like, yeah. And I says, huh. And then I just kept eating it. Like, But, you know, again, you have to... You have to counterbalance whatever you know, whatever you're eating. I still, I mean, we still, we still eat meat. We're not, you know, vegan or, or vegetarian. We still, we eat primarily more vegetables now than we did, and more like organic grown food, uh, yeah. which has improved all of our health. Uh, like I rarely eat out, and when I do, it's not um, grease food. Nothing that's been in a, a deep fryer. Um, because I get sick whenever I have something from a deep fryer. Uh, right. But, like, I love a good steak. I love a good hamburger. I love a good, you know, chicken breast. But, like, and and we still eat that stuff, and we still eat fish and whatever. But, you know, we don't eat pig anymore. We don't eat, um, you know, as much meat because it's all hormone-induced to grow at triple the speed um, so that it can get in the stores faster. So that it's actually like you're getting more stuff you shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, see, you know, growing up in Massachusetts, 
it's one of those things where, and growing up in the 80s back then, it was, you know, we all used to go outside. We didn't need Pokemon Go to go outside and exercise. We, you know, all we needed was, you know, a decent breakfast, a somewhat uh, school lunch, or if, you know, your parents, you know, made your lunch for you, that's fine. And then we have, I hate to sound like the Slim Fast commercial, we, you have a sensible dinner. So, you know, dinners around our house were usually the big, big thing back then. And it didn't matter what we ate because everything else, like today it's all about snacking through the day or, or eating when you can or eating when you're hungry. Back when I was a kid, we had breakfast, lunch, a light snack maybe after school, dinner, and then a really light snack like right before bed, like maybe 8.30, you know, 8 o'clock, 8.30. We, we would usually eat dinner around 5, 5.30. So, and as a kid, I usually ended up going to bed by 9 o'clock. So it's one of those things where I was used to eating, like uh, like my mom used to make uh, American chop suey. We would have spaghetti. We would have burgers. We'd have steak. We'd have fish. We'd have chicken. We'd have all this stuff. And, you know, this is back in the day before, you know, no fructose corn syrup and uh, what's, what's the other big thing of anti know this, know that anymore? It's, um, oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't worry about gluten in the 80s. Now look at all of us. We're all glutton filled heathens. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's so different now compared to what it was when I was a kid where like everybody is so worried about all this and yet the obesity problems in this country, in America specifically, still still happen and still are continuing to grow, which is kind of sad. A lot of it is the food. I mean it's not yeah. it's what you're putting in you. Like ninety percent of everything out there is processed and they they do make it insanely difficult to eat healthy. Because all of the healthy food is expensive, and anything that's right. bad for you is cheap. And so they make right. it so that, one, people don't make enough money to eat healthy. Yeah. And two, they eat all the junk because that's what's easily accessible, and it's, it's ready now as opposed to taking the time to making it. But people are so busy nowadays that you yeah. know, there's not one parent at home cooking for the family. There's not, you know... Uh, and, and I'm not going to lie, it hurts a little bit, you know, having Mary at home, but the same, you know, same token, she's got a much harder job being at home, taking care of the kids and the house and cooking and all that stuff. Like, and she still gets to do what she wants to do, but like, it's, she's so insanely busy that I don't know how she gets everything done. Like, I got to give her props on that. I have no idea. Like the kids, the screaming drives me nuts and I'm around them like, two hours a day and and I'm at work 10 hours a day. And so like, I, I have no idea how she deals with it all day, but, um, the, you know, a lot of it boils down to, you know, people don't have good meals for them and, and, you know, people don't exercise, people sit in front of a device all the time. Um, right. And that's just the way things are now. It's not. And, and, and I and I know the Pokemon Go thing, and I'm not trying to harp on that at all, but I know that that game, when that game first hit, everybody's like, oh, go out and exercise, go out and search for Pokemon, and that got people exercising, and that's all well and good, but like I said, I come from an era, we come from an era where we didn't need a video game to go out and play baseball. We didn't need... <laughs> 
you know, a video game to go play in a, in a youth basketball league. Or we, you know, we wanted, we wanted to go outside. We wanted to have, you know, I, my house. Okay. Well, when I, when I was little, we lived in a duplex apartment, a two story duplex, half and half apartment building. My grandfather, my, and my three uncles built us a house. uh, I don't know, about 15 minutes away from where the apartment was. So we lived in that house from 88 to 93 when I came down here to Kentucky. So this was up in Massachusetts from 1988 to 1993. You know, where they built this house, it was like, it, it's almost like swampland a little bit, but it was fine. Uh, but there was like a giant hill and some woods on like the side and the back of it. And then behind it was train tracks. So I, I, I had a train going through my, every afternoon at three 30, when I would come home to watch He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, usually the train came through. So, uh, it's one of those things where I would go out and I would go running in the woods because the woods were right by my house. There wasn't like, it wasn't anything. It wasn't like a super giant forest where I, where I could get lost. You know what I mean? It was just a small patch of woodland area. And it's one of those things where, you know, I'd go out, I'd go out and, you know, kick a soccer ball around or I'd go out and, and you know, throw up baseballs and hit them and whatever else. I would have my own exercise. I would do my own exercising. I didn't need something to encourage me to do so. But now society, and, and even now, nowadays in my life, it's like, you know, you were talking about the convenience of fast food. For me, it's not so much that I don't want to sit here and cook stuff. It's getting it from the grocery store to my apartment because of my mild case of cerebral palsy. I do not drive. So an actual grocery store is about 20 blocks away. Uh, convenience stores, which have, you know, little microwavable burgers and that kind of thing. That's about two blocks away from my house. But it's just one of those things where... I would rather rely on something like Schwann's.com, which I've been using for the past six years, which is a, a food delivery system where they actually deliver you food items that you can make meals with, you know? So it's one of those things where for me now it's like, oh, sure, you know, I'll, I'll eat this, this, and this, and this, and this. The other aspect of it is I know I should probably go out and get a real job, not that I could, but living off of disability it doesn't go as far as everyone thinks it does. So, but yeah, no, I, I saw this in and out burger thing and I'm like, really? And, li and like you said, if you're a vegan, go someplace where they have those options. Don't sit here. And, and apparently over 18,000 people have signed this petition. I think the, the, in the, in the link I sent you, the video says once the petition hits 20,000, these, whatever, I forget the organization that, that, made the petition once it hits 20,000 they're going to submit it to in and out and whatever happens happens i guess but uh but yeah that that was one thing i saw that we could talk about this week and obviously we just did the other thing i noticed was um hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. 
Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I get emails because I'm on IDW's uh, uh, press list. So I get emails for various press releases and, and things like that. They uh, sent me an email uh Comics Industry Unites with Love is Love, Benefit Book in Support of Orlando Tragedy. So if anyone remembers the Orlando Tragedy at the nightclub, at the Pulse nightclub, a few months ago, earlier this year, some point, I forget when it I don't remember off the top of my head when it actually happened. But basically, IDW, along with DC Entertainment, will honor the victims of Orlando's Pulse nightclub tragedy by publishing Love is Love, an anthology graphic novel curated by writer Mark Andrico who is a writer on Batwoman, Wonder Woman 77, in the wake of this devastating event. And Draco assembled a group of fellow comic book creators to contribute to the Benefit Project. And Draco received an overwhelming response across the comic book community and beyond, with over 200 writers and artists lending their talents to Love is Love, a collection of over 100 short graphic stories, all material has been donated by the writers, artists, and editors, with all proceeds going to victims, survivors, and their families via Equality Florida. Um, I think this is a wonderful thing that they're doing. I think this is great. I think this is something that uh, kind of gets the the comics industry kind of noticed. I, I, I know it's not there to get them noticed, but this is something that, hey... What kind of regular news media outlet is going to report on something like this? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to see this on your local news. You're not going to see this on the Today Show. You're not going to, you know what I mean? So I just absolutely love that IDW and DC are, are teaming up to kind of put this out there. And I think it's great. And I think it's going to be wonderful uh, to support those those families and all that from that tragedy. Uh, what else did you want to bring up this week? What do you got in your uh, in your altered sleeve up there my altered sleeve i don't know um uh so yeah i've like i said i've been working on this this side project for for class for quite some time um right and, and uh for those that don't know you'll get to see it coming this week um on my altered geek channel uh i'm gonna be promoting the uh the top 100 and I was like, for my school video, I had to create an introduction to an event. And I was like, I don't really know <laughs> what event I wanted to do. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to make something up, if I wanted to, right. you know, I, I just, I didn't know what to do. And so I, um, went through and decided I'm going to do a top 100 uh, promo video and it has to be 45 seconds in length. I recorded it, did it in front of a green screen, realized when I got done with it, um, I figured out how to do the green screen effect in Adobe After Effects and 
that wasn't the problem. The problem was I wasn't animated very much like I am when I'm recording this podcast. Like I do a lot of hand movements and I'm talking and there's a lot of facial features. I'm reading off a script that I taped to my wall, which is behind my webcam. And I'm trying to look at this and trying to act like I'm paying attention to what I'm recording. <laughs> but because the little dot on the webcam is so tiny, I could not focus on it. And I was having a hard time reading because I didn't have my glasses on. And uh, so I'm looking kind of like random locations at points. So it looks like I'm like crazy eyes uh, from like, uh, you know, Billy Madison type thing or, or you know, uh, the wedding singer type. Yeah. You know, you know, the funny thing about that is I actually have that. I've, I've done that in pictures, but it's not for me. It's not intentional. It's something wrong with my eyes because I, yeah. Well, like, yeah, but I, I know what you're talking about. I, I don't do it intentionally either, but like, right. I, I was not staring into the camera. And so I realized this when I'm sitting here trying to edit this and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to edit this and make it look decent. Um, so I took it out. And of course I didn't know too, that if I exported in a certain way that, cause I couldn't get rid of the, there was something else wrong with the video too. Um, so I recorded another video here at work on a break and you know, it's only 45 seconds. So I recorded it twice and I got a white wall behind me and then I'm trying to edit out the white wall and realize it's not going to work. And then I realized why it's not going to work. And it's because I'm wearing a white shirt. Um, so yeah, yeah. And I wasn't very animated in that either, but the vocals were good on it because the video, uh, when it records, it takes really good audio quality on my phone. So I was like, I can keep the audio for it. Cause like, regardless, the teacher is going to give me four chances. He's going to give everybody four chances to get this like perfect for the highest grade. So the first nitpick is going to be like, he's going to rip it to shreds anyway. And that's everybody. So I'm going to have to like between now and then figure out what I want. Cause I ha- also have to plan for the next assignment, which I can't remember what it is right now, but, um, there's another one where you get to create like either, a um, like, a animated logo video or get a, um, uh, you know, a fake TV show promo. Um, which if that's the case, like I can make, I'm pretty sure I can make something with animation uh, with my altered generations. But um, so I'm trying to figure out this like all the way. And I I, I don't know if he's gonna make me do live footage of something, but I'm, I'm trying to animate everything with skills I'm learning in After Effects. And then, like I told you off air, I had to um, cut pieces out of this image of my avatar so that I could actually animate them. Um, right. individually. And, uh, <laughs> so, and then I come to the conclusion, I can't animate the mouth. I had to create different <laughs> versions of the mouth. So there's like eight versions that I'm going to have to play with and see if it looks halfway decent or if it's going to look like garbage, in which case I'm going to have to like retool the mouth. But I thought about cutting out a hole and making it look like, you know, like the thumb wars type thing when it's got somebody's mouth superimposed in the, you know, right. So it looks really stupid, but like, I I haven't gotten to that point yet because I think it'd be funny, but. And the whole point of this class is so that we can use this stuff to make a demo reel, which I'm not quite sure if this qualifies. Um, But in any case, there's still like skills used in it. So I I don't know. Um, It needs to be polished. That's for sure. But it's, it's, it's going to work out for what I'm trying to do at the moment. Um, 
but everybody will get to see at least the rough cut on Monday before I get the final edit. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one thing that's been going on. Um, the uh, uh, the other thing is is I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out what to do next on some other content um, for the show. Right. Not quite sure yet. Um, some cool news, though, that dropped yesterday. Um, more uh, Power Rangers casting info. Yeah, IMDb also had the the images of the Zords, or the yeah. posters for the Zord things. The yeah. Zord in the pictures that looked like the Zord was the Triceratops. Yeah. None of the rest of them, you could figure out what the heck they were. Well, the the problem I had was when the I, when the IMDb link showed up, it showed this giant over top advertisement. Like they didn't want anyone to steal the image. Like you know what I mean. So like I couldn't see. Like I'd have to look behind. It's it's kind of like them putting a watermark on it, but they didn't put a watermark on it. It was weird. But yeah, so the Zords came up. What other casting came up? Uh, guess who's playing Alpha Five? Um, Arsenio Hall. No. Bill Hader from SNL. I could see that. He does really goofy voices, and he can do, uh, he was in, um, uh, played Flint Lockwood in, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Right. And, uh, he can do a lot of, a lot of weird voices, so I think that he'll play it off really well. Plus, uh, they're going to keep the I-I-I-I. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I think if they're not going to go with the original, I think that he's a good choice. I mean, that's, he's at least versatile. Yeah. That's and, true. And I like the actor. He's pretty good. So. Yeah. Um, Battlefield One <laughs> releases their final system requirements, which, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the minimum requirements are Windows 7, 8, or 10, and then, uh, Pentium uh, Core i5, 8 gig of RAM, uh, 50 gig hard drive space. And then the maximum right. is like Windows 10 or and then uh, or an i7 processor, 16 gig of RAM, and uh, uh, 50 gig hard, hard drive space. So I, I'm covered either way because like I have, I have 12 gigs of RAM and then I have Windows 10 and then my video card isn't like the greatest, but I've got a Core i3 processor, but it ran fine on my computer. So, um, cause I have a beastly machine and it's on a, uh, um, solid state hard drive, which makes an insane difference when, uh, you're playing a game. So, oh Yeah. Because uh, it's like it's flash memory, it's instantaneous. There's no moving parts, uh, so I'm looking forward to playing it. Of course, I still don't have any money to play it, but you know, <laughs> time will tell. Um, and then, uh, yes, uh, some of the shows came back this week. Gotham came back. Yep, came back. Agents of Shield came back. Um, Big Bang Theory came back. Oh, I missed that one. I'll have to go on CBS's uh, website and find it. One, a lot of new stuff is premiering this this past week too. Yeah, I'm not sure what's premiering next. I know um, first week of October, there's like a lot, most of the shows will be back by then. But 
Yeah. Gotham was surprisingly good. Yeah, Gotham was was I, I'm kind of really interested now to see where the story goes now that Jim is kind of evil. Well, Jim's a bounty now, hunter now. Yeah. So it's interesting. I uh, got to see Killer Croc, the the birth of Poison Ivy. Well, we didn't really see her birth. We saw her death. Wow. So, for folks who haven't seen Gotham's... Yeah, for for those who haven't seen Gotham Season 3, Episode 1 yet, basically... And this is not a spoiler, I don't think. But basically, what it is, is is they recast the child Ivy Pepper, the character Ivy Pepper. They recast her in a more adult, starring role. And they have an interesting way of of throwing that at the end of the episode. Right, You'll yeah. put two together when you see something happen, and then uh, uh, the yep. next episode will focus on hers, her new uh, uh, adultish version. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's that was pretty good. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got to see Ghost Rider. Yeah. Which was good. Um, like I said, I have, I have not seen Big Bang yet, so I'll have to catch that. Uh, some of the new ones... But it, Go ahead. It's not really that... There was nothing that special to it, I don't think. Honestly. Like, I wasn't really into it. But, yeah. you know, I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's... I, I, I'm still going to keep watching it. I just I, I think it was kind of a weak uh, intro to the season and the way that they left the last season. And it was funny, but it wasn't, like, that spectacular. Yeah, I gotta go back and I'm, I've almost become like Mary in that instance with Big Bang. I gotta go back and watch the season nine finale because I do not remember what the hell happened. Uh, the other one of the other shows that has been getting a lot of stuff uh, is uh, Lethal we- Fox is Lethal Weapon. Oh yeah, I watched so, that yesterday. That was so. Ba- so basically, they're uh, they're making a Lethal Weapon series. It's based on the films, but it's different cast, different characters, and different stories. There are very similar things. Roger is still 50. He's married. His wife's a, He and his wife are a little bit more um, sexual in this than they were in the films. Uh, Riggs' wife, they, they do a really cool story. I can't wait to see if anything else happens with that, like if that was planned or if that was just an accident, kind of like in the movies. Uh, I like the pilot overall for Lethal Weapon. It, like I said on Facebook, it was better than I expected it to be. Because you know how we are. We just see, oh, Lethal Weapon, cash grab. Oh, no, they're going to screw it up. And surprisingly, it's doing fairly. I mean, it, I'm really excited to see the next episode of that. Mm-hmm. I, I was really interested, and I was a lot more invested because you got more backstory. You got more interesting uh, um, Yep stuff going on and it was very true to the films and the characters oh, yeah. so in that regard i was very uh very happy with how it played out i think i was more interested in that than uh uh any other cop show i've watched in recent recent time so yeah. i i have high hopes for that i think when i when i post about it on facebook uh, our buddy dan clark from talking in circles on gcrn said his only worry was if it's just going to turn into another standard cop procedural. So we'll have to I wait and see not. on that. Yeah, I hope not too. Because um, it, if it's got like an overarching storyline, I'm really hoping that that's um, how they go with it. But um, some other interesting stuff that popped up. They got our first uh, shot of uh, Jumanji. 
Yeah. Which is supposed to be more of a sequel, it, sequel reboot without like doing away with everything that's been. I um, don't even. Yeah. I'm interested because it's got The Rock in it. It's got Jack Black. It's got um. Uh, it's funny. I can't remember his name right now. I don't want to sound like a dick either. It's he's <laughs> in a couple movies. Kevin Hart. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Hart, Pretty yeah. Funny. Um, so I mean, you got a bunch of funny people, and then you got Karen Gillian, uh, from like Doctor Who fame and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah. In it, and everybody's losing their mind over what she's dressed in, and they're like, "There's a reason," blah blah blah, like. <laughs> uh, so like, I'm wondering if it's like a kid that's aged up or something, and. Um, because of the game, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean the, the the promo photo looks pretty interesting, and to have you know no kids in it, have a different take on it. I mean, I'm I was just glad that they aren't doing a reboot with the exact premise of Robin Williams' film, right? Because their story was done at the end of that film, and I just I really didn't want to see them touch on that. So like after the the game floated away. I feel like that's, you know, it, it gets found like 20 years later and that's where this takes place. Right, yeah. So I, I think that that's very tasteful um, in how they chose to do it. Um, yep. Netflix wants 50% of its content to be original. Yeah. Uh, so, and they also have no problem canceling shows, but the, the thing that's funny about it is is they don't give any kind of ratings yeah nobody knows what their ratings or their watch count is for any of the shows but them which <laughs> is a bit odd when you're counting television shows because you know i i don't know how you would even measure it if you're not going to you know because if a show got a lot of uh a lot of hits on uh, netflix it could have the possibility of being revived but they would be the only ones that would know about it Right. So, I mean, I guess it works in their favor, too, but um, because then they get the right to say, hey, we'll uh, front the money to make the show um, so we can carry it, you know. Um, they need to contact me, though, because I have my own show that I want to want to do. And, <laughs> and oh, Amazon's funny. me out for, like, uh, 60 days before telling me no. So... <laughs> Or saying that they, they were going to pass on. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At this time, or more or less. So. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't superhero time travel show. Yeah, that could uh, that could work. But it's different for the other ones, so that's. I'll explain that in another episode again. But yeah, I noticed this morning uh, as we recorded this about two hours ago, TNT drama. So essentially, the channel TNT. Cancel your plans for the first time ever. The Star Wars six-film saga will air in its entirety this weekend on TNT. 
So anyone that still has cable or whatever else, if you want to watch all six Star Wars with commercials, go to TNT. <laughs> yep. I don't have I don't have cable, so. Yeah. Eh. Doesn't phase me. Mm. Um. So yeah. Uh. That aside. Um. YouTube. You're going to love this. Has a new Uh-oh. thing called YouTube Heroes, where it gets volunteers <sighs> to moderate videos for points and perks. The only issue that I've seen with this, and I've been watching YouTubers comment about it, is if you get somebody that still hates somebody, they could still flag it as inappropriate just because. Right. Um, but they're making it so that the users police the uh, content, and if you do get enough points and you you build up your uh, reputation well enough, you actually get to talk to actual people from YouTube. Whereas Google doesn't give anybody access to how to contact them. You can be a YouTube hero. Um, And they basically it's, yeah, work for us for free, do all this work, and then you might get to talk to somebody important. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, they give you exclusive workshops and sneak preview product launches. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they set you up with an account. Um, I'd, I'd be interested in finding out more about it to figure out how that's going to come into play. Right. It's like they, they have five levels, like, Level one is become a hero, zero to nine points. Join the community and access the heroes dashboard. Ten to ninety-nine points, you uh, learn at exclusive workshops, take part in the hero hangouts. Level three is get access to total or super tools, one hundred to three hundred ninety-nine points. Mass flag abusive videos, which I could just see as a problem if somebody's not, you know, if somebody has a problem with somebody, they could just mass flag all of their videos on a channel. Yeah. Uh, go behind the scenes, 499, or 999 points. Sneak preview product launches, contact YouTube staff directly. And level fives, get closer to YouTube, 1,000 points. You test products before release and apply for the Heroes Summit. Mm. I have no idea what the, any of that means, but um, yeah, you got to have a uh, YouTube channel that's valid with no offended or inactive uh, stuff on it. Basically, you got to be on the up and up, but yeah. yeah, I'd be interested to see how this all plays out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they uh, where they put it all. Um, but it's just one of those things where I'm just so like like I said, I think I said this last week, or I might have said it the week before. I forget. Whatever the last time I was on, I, for me and YouTube, it it's essentially a research tool now. I watch several things on there, but I know several people that watch nothing but YouTube series and things like that. And that's fine. But for me, I just, I don't know. I'm not on YouTube as I, as much as I was, let's say back in 2011 or 2010. Yeah. I, I watch, know. I watch more YouTube than I listen to podcasts at this point, which is kind of interesting. Um, I, I enjoy it. A lot of the stuff on there. Right. I don't expect to make money off of it. Like, I enjoy putting out videos and doing stuff, you know, occasionally. I don't expect to make a living off of it. Like, some people are like, 
oh, I'm going to be the new YouTube hero. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't expect that any, you know, any regard. Like, I mean, yeah, if I make money off it, great. I mean, I have videos monetized, but I'm not, like, going to, uh, you know, quit my job and go be a YouTuber and whatnot. Not that I have any problem with people that do it, but it's, yeah. it's not, I don't think it's feasible anymore because it's already you either had to be on the early bandwagon or you know it's just one of those things but yeah i mean i enjoy youtube i i spend a lot of time on it yep uh what else we got this week what else is going on there's something i was going to talk about too and i can't remember what it is like (laughs) i think it was about halloween oh yeah yeah so Steve, Steve and his wife are not allowing their children to participate in Halloween anymore. It is for two oh. reasons. But Go ahead. First one being, last year when we took the boy out um, to do Halloween, um, the amount of like almost violent costumes and uh, really freaky-looking costumes, like they were enough to like freak me out a little bit. And the kid like would freeze like a statue shake and then uh have nightmares for like days um because of it and he's like you know he's dressed as like 1970s batman like so it's like the the little blue costume and whatnot and or he was like buzz Lightyear last year but the year before he was batman but still you know i mean he's dressed as like these these smaller things and you get all these adults running around where it's supposed to be like for kids at these events and they're all dressed in this dark costumes and like freaky looking, like blood dripping werewolf, alien, whatnot, you know, dead people from Saw, zombies, you know, whatever. So like in that regard, like I don't agree with it. And so in turn, because Mary's never really cared for it anyway. And with that, it was kind of like the last straw to me. Right. Plus getting too freaky out there anymore i just i don't i i get that people enjoy it and i used to enjoy it too but i guess i don't know being a parent and seeing what it did to my kid like i just don't i don't want to do that to him anymore and either so we're not going to participate in halloween anymore plus we're trying to get away from a lot of that kind of stuff because of uh, our beliefs. Right. So it's uh, between that and like we're, we're cutting out a lot of television. We're cutting out a lot of films. Like if a movie has an obscene amount of swearing and, you know, I, I can handle it. Like even myself, I can handle it here or there. I'm trying not to swear anymore. I'm trying to not have it on the show anymore. I'm trying to like clean up just for, uh, just for, you know, ease of access purposes um so like even at home like if there's a movie that has a ton of swearing in it we just will either a shut it off or b um i'll usually continue watching something regardless but it's because i'm like the house filter yeah and the more i found that you know we've we've both discovered this like mary and i have the more you're uh exposed to certain types of like blood guts gore action swearing the more it doesn't phase you yeah 
So in that sense, like, I guess you could say we're becoming like the old, like, curmudgeons of like our grandparents <laughs> of, you know, back in my day, it was movies weren't so filthy. And, you know, uh, it, I, it, but I find that I'm enjoying other kind of content more because of it. Like my palate has been refined in a sense, because like I can, I have the patience to sit through a documentary now. <laughs> which and I mean Whereas a year to, ago you didn't well it's still the topic still has to appeal to me but they used to put me to sleep mm-hmm. and I would pick up stuff here or there but like I'm because I'm not watching a lot of that go 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 and 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 crazy stuff I'm not I don't know I I find the more intelligent content more enticing to my brain Whereas before, I liked a lot of the, like, for instance, I can't watch, like, Wayne's World. I can't watch, you know, like, old Jim Carrey movies for the most part, unless it's, like, Ace Ventura or The Mask. Because they're just too stupid for me. Yeah. Anymore. Like, I just, I can't, like, I guess it's when your brain evolves, the mentality changes, too. Like, you can, your brain supports more stuff. Like, I, I, I support stronger writing over the weaker or fill dialogue with insert swear word here 50,000 times like the uh, recent Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Because like I said, that Adam Sandler movie wouldn't be bad. It would be a nice premise for a film for him because it's something different. But 90% of the film is a various swear word and Adam Sandler's like dropping them left and right, which I know that he's always been vulgar. Yeah. But like he's just it's it's sickeningly so vulgar. And then plus all the the random like nudity and this stuff like just agitates me. And it's and it's disgusting like nudity. It's not like, you know, just a bare, you know, slight sight of something. Like it's like full on like disgusting, like so like yeah because i was trying to clean up the movie so that mary could watch it and i think it's like a two-hour movie and i cleaned it up right. it's 45 minutes long <laughs> and i was like this isn't even worth watching like i mean i cleaned it up so you could understand enough of the dialogue and i removed a lot of the garbage but the amount right. of like dead space i had to put in spots where he's like fb blah 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 like throughout the film i just was like this isn't worth my time yeah. um but that's how Netflix is going too. Like most of their content, they want all of that. They want all of that hard R stuff. Yeah. So like I I don't know. Eventually, I see myself getting away from Netflix altogether. But I mean, as long as they still have some shows that I enjoy watching or some movies that I enjoy watching, like looking at my Netflix right now. Um, I'm going back and rewatching through Johnny Test, which is on Cartoon Network. Uh, Phineas and Ferb stuff's on there, so I do that for the Phineas and Ferb show. They just added Zootopia, but they've got movies like Phenomenon, What Would What Women Want, The Family Man, Before We Go, Serendipity, Minions is on there, Home, and some of that content got... is good anyway. So like I I'm yeah. fine with that, but like their original stuff, I just can't watch it. Yeah, you know, some, some of it's like written, but I just I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the new the um a lot of the new Netflix stuff just yeah, it's uh yeah, I don't know. I it's just one of those things where I do not watch a lot of Netflix original series unless they are 
the Marvel stuff. And I still have not watched Jessica Jones. I know everyone's like, oh my god, you still have not watched that? I know, I get it. But it's just one of those things where, for me, as I think I've said this before many times on the show, if I'm not on... If I'm not already, if I don't already know the character, it's going to take me a long time to want to actually watch and be introduced to the character. Uh, like I know of Luke Cage, so I'll see that eventually. But I I use Netflix for stuff that I used to have in my DVD collection. I don't use it for their original shows. The only original Netflix show I currently watch, and this is kind of lame, I know, I get it, but it's called uh, Ever After High. And the only re- one of the only reasons why I watch it is because it has my buddy who I interviewed, uh, Joe Sanfilippo. He is one of the narrators on, on on that cartoon. It's basically Netflix and Mattel. Think of Monster High. You've heard of Monster High. Yep. It's essentially that, except it's the fairy tale world. So Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Beauty and the Beast, that kind of thing. But it's their offspring. It's their children. So it, it's a good show. I enjoy it. But that's pretty much the only. Netflix original. I've tried some of the other Netflix original cartoons, like the Inspector Gadget one, and I think there was uh, a Danger Mouse one and something else. I just didn't care for them. I don't know. Just didn't care for them. So. Yep. Uh, what is so funny is it, it always it it always is funny to me now that I'm paying for both Netflix and Hulu what shows up on either one or what leaves one to go to the other. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, What else do we want to bring up? Um, I know I I asked about the comics. Yep. um, A few weeks back and I totally forgot that was my, my bad. Um, Right. Just, I had random stuff come up, then I broke my foot, and then, you know. Yeah. Still healing from that. That's just a joyous process. Trying to, I can walk almost normal. Still can't walk very fast unless I, like, limp, in which case I've got, like, partial speed back. My right. toes are still black and blue, and that toe is still, like, it's attached. I can feel it, but, like, it hurts, and... Like, my foot's still sore. It's still swelled up. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not super happy about anything. Plus, it's getting cold, and I've got, like, another, I don't know, four or five weeks of this, you know, wearing my flip-flop. And at least till I get my foot back in my shoe, that would just be wonderful. Um, Dude, come to Kentucky. It's going to be 90 degrees for the next... <laughs> Uh, well, we're, we're starting yes. the 60s like tomorrow like today it's 70 degrees yeah yesterday it's... was 82 yeah. um over and i know this is so this is you know nail-biting podcasting here but over the next week uh it's gonna be anywhere from 90 to 81 with a few 70s in the middle of next week um for me, what it isn't so much the daytime temperature I have a problem with as far as the heat goes. It's the nighttime temperatures, and thank God the nighttime temperatures are going back to normal. Because here in Kentucky, the record high on 9:23 was actually in 2010 at 93 degrees. The record low was 37 degrees. 
the average high for this day here in Louisville is 78 and the average low is 54. So it's one of those things where I, I am more apt to the cold than the heat. I would, you know, I can take negative degree temperatures for me because I'm originally from Massachusetts and it's just been ingrained in my blood all my life. I would rather have freezing cold temperatures than heat. <sighs> yeah, I'm I, I'm a fan of like warmer weather. Um I don't want hot. Yeah. But I, I do want warmer weather. I want like well, I want like you know, between like seventy five and eighty and I'm happy there. I don't want see, anything like hotter than that. See, for me, it's more like 68 to 74. And if it's 68 to 74 with sometimes like a cool, like if it's a warm 74 degrees, but it's a, there's a cool breeze with it, that's fine. I love that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would, you know, I've, I've lived here in Louisville, Kentucky since 1993, so 23 years out of my life. And it's one of those things where everybody, even back then when I was 13 years old, would look at me crazy in December when I'm wearing shorts. And I'm like, it's only 30 degrees. It's not cold, people. <laughs> you know, because coming from Massachusetts, our winters are, you know, 25 degrees, 10 degrees, 5 degrees. And like I said before, sometimes below zero. So it's just one of those things where over my lifetime, I've built up an immunity to the cold. And I would much rather have that where I can sit there and go for a jog in 35 degree weather and actually be warm by the time I get home. Whereas if I just walk down the street in a hundred degree heat, I'm ready to die. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, getting back to the comic. Yeah, the comics. Sorry, sorry wanna, about that. Haley. I don't want to forget yeah. about that again. Um, yeah. One of those things gets sidetracked very easily. Yes. Um, so I did read the very first issue written by Tom King. For Batman Rebirth. For yep. Batman Rebirth, I have enjoyed it. I do like the the brighter, you know, coloring. I do like the the better. Um, I don't know the not as grittiness to it, like in story and in um, graphics. Right. And it's more so because we've had I don't know about fifteen years of like the darkest crap possible in Batman. Like, yeah, his life sucks and the city's dark. But Batman doesn't always have to be dark. And that's what I liked when I was, you know, shuffling through and when had the, uh, you know, saw the interview with him uh, talking about, you know, his new direction for, for Batman. And uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised by Rebirth as a whole, what they're accomplishing and what they're bringing back to the table and what they're, you know, they're trying to, like, de-alienate people that when they rebooted with the new 52 um, to try and, like... And, and they don't even deny it. Like, parts of the, you know, the rebirth still call back to new 52 and the original pre-new 52, pre-crisis stuff. Um, but they... I, I love how they explain the, the, the gap. Right. Know, with Wally West discovering that and then talking about it to Barry Allen and the, uh, um, the other, the, the, the actual rebirth comic. But, um, 
No, I, I like the new the new bat suit. I like the new the new direction. Um, I I haven't gotten past the first issue. I want to get the rest of it. Um, right. And it does the interest fir- me enough that I'm waiting for them to finish this arc because I don't presently have the money for it right now. As I stated, like I I'm on some financial issues and I'm trying to make sure that um, any website or domain related stuff towards the end of the year is paid first and then if i have extra i'm right. getting stuff but i want to get the trade yeah of this and then read yeah. it all at once that way i can do a yeah. proper review of it oh and yeah i don't do that very often because i don't generally like the stories enough to pick them up but i like i said well, I this like is a whole new thing yeah i like enough of the the direction that they're going right and I and while I did praise Snyder with some of his stuff when he first started, after that death of the family thing, I just didn't care anymore. It burned yeah. me. It it irritated me by the last issue. Plus, during the issues, it was so dark, and then having to collect issues throughout different um, comic yeah. lines kind of bothered me. Uh, yeah. So, when this comes out, I will give a more thorough uh, review on it. We'll probably do like yeah. a poll bag on it. Oh yeah, um, most I'll definitely. Probably do it with the Flash too because, um, yeah. yeah the Flash Rebirth powers, issue was awesome. Yeah, well, and anybody with powers—that's that's my favorite superhero that has like superpowers. Yeah. Um, my favorite that does not is Batman, but yeah. Um, so just for those that may or may not know, uh, Batman Rebirth number one uh, was written by Snyder and King. I know that the rest of the series is written by King. Uh, the artist on this was Mikhail Janin. Uh, colors were done by Jun Chung. Uh, and the cover was also done by Mikhail Janin. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've got... As long as you're interested, we can always do pullbacks. We, we've, I've, I, he, he and I have actually been talking off-air, folks, for the pullback. We're going to go back to the 2015 Batman Beyond series because they just started a new Batman Beyond Rebirth series. So... We're going to go back to that eventually and, and do that. And the rebirth issues I'm picking up that I'm interested to see in is uh, Batgirl and Nightwing specifically. Um, so, yeah, just uh, head on over to the pullback for that kind of stuff. And like like Steve said, we'll probably give like a mini snap, you know, sneak peek preview thing of, of, of our thoughts here at some point on Ultra Geek. Oh, yes. But think of the fun. Yeah, I, I've only really read Flash and Batman Rebirth. I haven't really read most of the other ones because I have not. I think I mentioned this off air. I think the last time I bought any comics was April or May of this year. I'm just not in the financial position to be buying comics right now. And, you know, they'll be there. It's not like they're going to go anywhere. No, I mean, if there's a good sale, I'll probably buy them too. But, like, I don't. Oh, yeah. For when they come out every two weeks, like, I just can't. Yeah, I can't keep up financially, and I have, I have two boxes, like two long boxes of comics at home that I never read, <laughs> never open, never read. Like a lot of them, I bought because like I read them once, and then I put them in the box, and then I have not touched them since. Theoretically, I should get rid of all of my comics because I don't touch any of them, and they just take up yeah. a huge amount of space in my closet. Um but I can't part with them because I like the stories. But I, my problem is, is my memory is so good with the stories. Once I've read something, I can't right. get it. 
<laughs> you can't, you can't. It's like a movie or a television show. Like, I know what happened last season and the last episode of the last second of every show that I've watched. And I was keeping up with 24 different shows. Now, mind you, I've already picked back up um, some of the ones I said I was going to drop, which I'm kind of surprised I did. But I, they put enough of <laughs> promos that I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this show again for at least a little bit. And then uh, right. we'll see how long they keep my interest. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of uh, wanting to get back into the comics, but it's one of those, you know, do I have the interest? Do I really want to? Like, I, I guess it just kind of boils down to that. Um, right. But I, I have I have enjoyed what I have read so far of. Tom King's Batman. A yeah, lot as, better than um, Snyder's, in my opinion. Well, okay, so I, let's I get into this really. more because it's brighter. Like, I yeah. enjoy... I, I like Capolo's stuff. He was good. He innovated a lot of it. Um, but same token, I was ready for a change, so I'm glad he and Snyder moved to Detective. Yeah. So let's get into this really quick. I've said this before, and I know people are going to disagree with me. We've already stated this. When we started the pull bag, when we started doing comic stuff on GeekCast Radio, on the GeekCast Radio podcast, it was because you wrote a review for Batman 13, which was the introduction to Death of the Family, Return of the Joker, all that stuff. We did all that and everything else. That was 2012, 2013. Uh, The New 52 started, what, 2011? Yeah. 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 So somewhere. Yeah. So, so new 52 started in 2011. That's when Scott Snyder started writing on Batman. We went through, we reviewed court of owls, um, night of owls, which is the same, you know, the whole storyline thing there, that court of owls was great when it came to Snyder's writing, uh, death of the family. I thought it was going to be really awesome. And I really liked it up until the end. Because that that ending was sadly anticlimactic, to quote the Joker from Batman Beyond. Um, And and the whole zero year thing, I just fell. I just fell so hard off. I'm like, no, eh, wrong, not, just no. Endgame was pretty damn good. I kind of liked Endgame. I thought that was great. But we have had, up until the new 52 relaunch into Rebirth, we have had five years of Scott Snyder writing the Batman title. Like you just said, I wanted a change. I wanted somebody else. I got tired of Snyder's writing. Not that it wasn't good. Not that I didn't enjoy certain parts of it. But overall, I feel that my opinions towards his Batman writing outside of Court of Owls are more negative than positive. Like I said, I like certain things, but the... The things I didn't like kept popping up more and more and more. And I just want a cool, fun Batman story again. And I didn't feel that he had given that to me, especially with the whole zero year thing. That was just ridiculous. We've talked about that before. Um, anything else you want to bring up? Um, I thought there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I uh, can't really remember at the moment. Kind of weird. <laughs> um, 
But no, I mean, I, I have more stuff coming down the pipe, I think. Uh, I'm looking forward to the top 100 to see what plays out. I'm not going to be participating in most of it. Um, like I typically do in top 100s, yeah. more so because of time and I've got school and I, it just getting to be too much at the end of the year right now for me to focus. Um, yeah. I still have to finish my top 100. I have like 158 out of 100, you know, that yeah. I got to whittle down to 100 and organize and then turn in. And then I'm going to try to um, be there for like maybe like the, the last episode of the top 100. Right. Um, so that I can... Uh, because I'm more curious about the last 20 than I am like anything else in the whole series or the last 25 or whatever. I, I don't know how it's playing out, but um, yeah. yeah, I've got so much, even with not going to California at this point in time right now until later until Christmas, I've got so much editing I have to do. I've got to edit and record all the, all the uh, Palka stuff. I've got, Five or six episodes left to edit to that. I've got ten episodes of the Powers of Grayskull series I have to edit, and we still have to record the final ten for Shira. So, I've got so much production going on. I'm not even. I told Kevin. I said, I I'm sorry. I just can't submit a list. And if I was going to submit a list, and I actually went and tried to make a list, I made two lists. I made one that had a joke number. She had a joke number one, and it one had a real number one, and I wasn't sure which one I was going to actually submit to him if I was going to submit. Basically, my joke number one was basically Scrappy Doo is the best cartoon character ever, which calls back to our 2010 argument <laughs> of where Mike says that's the official opinion, and I says it is not. Um, but yeah, I'm just I don't know I. I've just got so much other stuff going on right now that I, the, the top 100 is not something that I can dedicate the time to. And if I, and I've said this for years now, if I can't give the listeners, if I can't give my, our fans, you know, the time and effort to put into doing something like that. And even to be on, just be on the recordings, I'm not going to do it. I'm not just going to go in there and half ass it. There's no way. I, I just refuse to do stuff like that. So that's uh that's what's going on there uh coming up next week i think we're gonna have a special guest yeah i think so i'm i'm not for, quite sure which guest but we'll have a guest for one of these special guests will be a first time ever for altered geek so it'll be a very different voice um and then, so and then one of them may be a returning guest that's a voice that's on altered geek that's hasn't been on for a while yeah yeah and uh, yeah, so I mean, there's there's lots of, of of new new content coming. I'm trying to think of something special to do for like episode like, I know it's a ways away, but episode 200, right? Um, because that would be the first podcast in the network to hit 200, right? Um, if I keep up production like I'm doing, um, right? So. Because even when I want to take a break or I'm like, ah, I don't feel like doing it. The other reason we're recording this on a Friday is because I had a friend in town that's from that lives in Wisconsin now. And I live in Michigan and he drove 10 hours and he came and he's he's going to his brother's wedding on Saturday. Right. Um, and uh, so he crashed at my house for a little bit and we, we went to lunch and, you know, hung out on, on uh, Thursday. So... 
Yeah, he, it was, it was, uh, and that's normally my podcast night, but, uh, yeah, obviously different circumstances. So, um, yeah, well, it's still going to get out there to the people. So what, uh, let's see, what's, uh, for those that are listening, I want to know. I want you to comment on this in the in the post, and we'll we'll respond to it next week. When you look at news stories online, do you look at Twitter trending, Facebook trending, or other? How do you find your news other than watching it on television or reading the newspaper? Does anybody even still read the newspaper anymore? Uh, so yeah, comment on the fa- on, on the on, yeah. comment on the post on the website for that, and we will respond to that next week. Also. Since the quote-unquote holiday season is coming up, what are your holiday frustrations? Basically, what I mean by this is basically what irks you the most about media and commercialism during the holidays. The fact that there's already Christmas stuff out before it's even Halloween or anything like that. So... Be sure to let us know, and we'll respond next week to those. Take yeah. it away. Yeah. Um, oh, and and has anybody seen, or like, I, I'm kind of curious um, about the Machinima Transformers. Okay, I will watch it. I will. I have. I've only seen the introduction to it. I will watch it all sometime before next week, and we can actually, yes. That, that one special guest that we were talking about that we're not going to reveal yet, I'll rewatch it, and we could all three of us have a have a discussion like we used to on a certain Unleashing the Beast podcast. That, yeah, that's going to be fun. I will rewatch uh, Combiner Wars. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> no, we'll, <laughs> we'll make sure to keep it clean, but I'm just saying, yeah. That, that'll be a fun discussion. So. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's, I've got a lot <laughs> of opinions on that. Um, lots of opinions. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I guess until next week, uh, let us know what you guys want to see and or have on the podcast, questions or uh suggestions of uh, content and uh, until next time get altered get geeky with the altered geek welcome to the wicked radio network want to interact with the show you can contact us in the following ways you can call the voicemail line 502-526-5821 you can email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can visit the episode post on geekcastradio.com or alteredgeek.com. You can get all of us on Twitter at alteredgeek. Look for us every week on geekcastradio.com, of course, Stitcher Smart Radio, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and alteredgeek.com. And now, back to the show. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom.